0: M&K Talk A now presents Stars Above of the Lunar Chronicles by Marissa Mayer. Welcome back to M&K Talk YA.
1: I'm Marissa Snyder.
0: And I'm Katie Bradford.
1: And this is our Young Adult Fiction Podcast.
0: And this is our first time reading something that supports a series but isn't actually part of a sequence of stories, correct?
1: Right. This is like like a collection of short stories that are, I guess, like companion pieces to go along with the main storyline.
0: It's really fun. I don't know if you noticed. I had the hardback books, and at the end of a couple of them, there were like kind of short background stories. Like I read um, glitches earlier, and I read uh, what was the one called about um, Wolf before he oh, was Wolf.
1: The keep? No, not the keeper. Oh, I know the Queen's Army. Yep. The Queen's Army. Oh, they were in the backs of your hard copies. Yeah,
0: like. You know how sometimes I'll do like, here's the first chapter of the next book. In the back of the hard copy, I had like a couple of the short stories. So that was fun to, oh. to see.
1: So that's what I get for reading everything on Kindles.
0: That's why you should always buy hardback books <laughs> or physical books.
1: Yeah, well, I did read the um, in one of the books. There was an excerpt from Marissa Mayer's next book, Heartless.
0: Is that the Alice in Wonderland one?
1: Yeah, did okay. you read it?
0: I have not read it yet, but I do have it sitting in my bookshelf right now.
1: Okay, well, it's it's a standalone. It's just one book. No, I know. And then I was like, well, what do you call just one book? Because we like figured out quadrology on our own. But I was like, what do you call one book?
0: I think you just call it sad because there's not more.
1: <laughs> Unsatisfied is what I would call
0: it. Not enough.
1: <laughs> but it was it was good. It was just um, I don't I'm not like hugely attracted to the story of Alice in Wonderland like that whole world like I know it well enough to kind of get all the references but it never was like a real fascinating storyline to me so it was it was good but it wasn't I didn't think it was great
0: I read Alice in Wonderland so long ago but there's still so many quotes from it that I really like and I think I just I actually I think I just like that Lewis Carroll was like a logician or whatever you call oh. it, a logic a logician? I don't know. One who
1: studies logic?
0: <laughs> yeah, so all of his puzzles and stuff actually make like a lot of sense even though it sounds like nonsense and I just think that's really cool. I and
1: mean, his stories are so like illogical though. But they're, a- <laughs> they're but they're
0: funny. actually really logical. And I don't know why that like fascinates me, but I also haven't spent much time reading up on it.
1: That's really funny because the entire time I was reading Heartless, I was like I love nonsensical things and this is like too nonsensical even for me. But maybe I'm just not a logologist, so I don't get it.
0: And I also, I just think it's cool, because I was always more of a math and science person, that Alice in Wonderland is like a classic book, but he wasn't like a literature person. He was a mathematician, logician, like liked playing with patterns and things like that, and hmm. wrote this book, or that book.
1: Well, that actually makes a lot of sense then.
0: <laughs> a lot of nonsense.
1: A lot of nonsense. <laughs> and and, oh you know what and I wanted to see her because she came to Chicago to promote that book and I really wanted to go to her book signing and I I didn't get to I was graduating that day from my like graphic design program
0: well that's not as important as a new book I (laughs) don't I'm just kidding
1: (laughs) I know I was like oh she's coming like one day in Chicago and of course it's the same day I had to like present my portfolio so I didn't I felt bad that I didn't get to meet her my excuse isn't
0: even as good because she was also in Atlanta and I had planned to go with my roommate and at the last minute my roommate had something and couldn't come and I just didn't want to go alone because I was oh no too nervous
1: oh that's so sad I would have gone with you
0: I know I think if I had prepared to go alone at the beginning I would have gone but for some reason like the last minute change like I was too it was too challenging for me
1: (laughs) I don't blame you (laughs) I actually I went to see um, Marie Lu um, who wrote Legend and um, Young Elites um, but she was lovely and I was really I really enjoyed meeting her and that's why I was like Marissa Mayer came like two weeks later so I didn't get I didn't get any of my cinder books signed but I did get to see
0: in some ways I think it's good for me if I don't get them signed just because then I'm more likely to lend them out to people (laughs)
1: Well, yeah, and also, I'm so embarrassed sometimes by the state of the books, because especially like the Harry Potter books that I read because I was too embarrassed to get them signed because they were falling apart and like the spines were cracked. you would have you would have hated them like look, looking at these books. Well, because yeah, of how paranoid you are. Well, I, I
0: don't even open a book all the way so I don't break the spine I when know. I'm reading it. but but I, I think as an author, if someone brought me a book that had been that loved and used and whatever, I'd be proud
1: yeah I I think I would be too but these looked abused not so much loved. You know?
0: <laughs> I almost feel like if I went to see an author I'd have to be like by the way I read this and talked about it on my podcast and I really am into books even though it looks like I just bought this five seconds ago
1: <laughs> well I told that to Marie Lou. I was like because she was signing I think champion for me and I was like just so you know, this book broke my heart. <laughs> she was like, "Oh no, I'm so
0: sorry." <laughs> That's awesome. And I was like,
1: but in a good way.
0: <laughs> Do you remember that time we was it a collection of short stories that we read, and then we went to um, a like book discussion, and we didn't realize the author was actually leading it, and we were like, "Oh, yes. <laughs> we got like surprise book signings."
1: And she never introduced herself as the author, though. Remember that? Yeah. And I was like, and we were like, is that the author? Is it not the author? And then I got self-conscious because I didn't want to, like, be honest about how I felt about the book in case it was the author and I, like, offended her.
0: That would be, yeah. I have, like, someday I would love to write a book, but first I'd need a really good idea and time to write and a lot of patience. Oh, and.
1: Well, we kept saying we were going to write one and then a young adult book, and then it turned into a podcast
0: instead, which... <laughs> well, who knows? I mean, we're young, at least one of us. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I'm just teasing oh, you. Touche. <laughs> okay, well, speak, speaking of the stories, did you have a favorite? Yes. What was your favorite?
1: Um, <clears throat> the Little Android, actually, was my favorite. And I'm not even just saying that because we talked earlier about doing that one first. That was legit my favorite one.
0: Well, when I started it, I thought it was going to be about um, Eco. You know, I thought it was her. Me too. And so then I really liked it. But, you know, I also really liked uh Thorne's backstory, even though he was kind of a jerk.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like the my favorite part of that one was that they had a fake or like um an Android cat and I was just thinking how much I would love to have a robot dog. Like they I think they have them in Japan. They're like companion animals for people who don't you know, who are lonely, which is kinda sad, but it was like, how great would a robot dog would be? I could just program it not to bark when I'm, like, doing my my podcast.
0: I, uh, I'm i getting a puppy in two weeks. It's a real dog, not a uh, robot dog. But I was just thinking the other day, Do you, did you ever have a nanopet or a digipet or whatever they used to call those? Like, a Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi, mm-hmm. yeah. I did. I don't know why. That's what um, robot dogs remind me of.
1: I had one, and... Um, Um, I used to take these really elaborate piano lessons when I was little and they were like hours long at Duquesne in Pittsburgh. And I I had a friend who would come with me and she had, her class was before me and my lesson was after. And so we would babysit each other's Tamagotchis while we had our lessons. And when I was in my lesson, it's an hour lesson, and she fed my Tamagotchi so many pieces of cake that it ran away.
0: Oh my goodness. (laughs) And I was so mad at her. I think I ended up getting one for Christmas one year but before that happened I was at like a summer camp and I had no friends and I used to sit with the teacher on the bench during like our recess time. Oh no. I was such a nerd back then. I still am but I was like completely happy like discussing books with the teacher instead of running around with the kids but she she oh, did
1: Katie we would have been such good friends. <laughs>
0: She didn't know how to, like, work her Tamagotchi, so she let me play with it sometimes during lunch or, like, teach her how, and then at the end of camp, she gave it to me, and I was, like, really excited.
1: That's so sweet. So, yeah, the little android was my favorite one.
0: Well, that's perfect. Okay, so I'm guessing, because you're always better at research than me, you (laughs) have figured out and researched the fact that it's based on the little.